News Radio 680 WPTF. This is making your home great. Good afternoon. I'm Dave Alexander. Tim Ferruzzi will be in the studio in just a moment or two. We're going to talk about your house or any issue you've got with your house, including the topic of the day, which is uh, turns out to be moisture control. But we'll talk about that in just a little bit. First, a quick AccuWeather forecast, which does call for the possibility of some moisture in the air. A shower or a thunderstorm and a high temperature near 87. Almost there now. Overnight low 75, and then tomorrow, a continuation of the shower and thunderstorm possibilities. Probably more clouds tomorrow than we even had today. I saw a bit of sunshine. Uh, But we have partly cloudy skies on Monday and uh, Tuesday, and we have temperatures near 85. Each of those days, in fact, all of these days, uh, we have that uh, chance of a thunderstorm uh, scattered around the afternoon. This afternoon, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and um, Wednesday, it sort of clears out. Right now, 86 with a real feel of 95. News Radio 680 WPTF. Telephone number if you want to call in early, 919-860-9783. The idea is, this is your show. You can call and talk to an expert on home repair and construction. Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers, Highland Residential Roofing, and Eagle Roofing. He knows everything from the bottom to the top, from the uh, from the crawl space to the attic and roof, uh, so you can get some handy advice. You can also uh, call in uh, right now and get uh, some expert advice from me, Dave Alexander. It won't do you any good, but as we like to say sometimes, uh, beggars can't be choosers. Tim Ferruzzi's in the studio. Tim, let me toss you a pair of headphones. Get yourself organized. We're going to be uh, talking, I think, about moisture control today. Yep. And I got a moisture control related story uh, and for I you. Thought, and I thought I would also mention, yeah. you know, some of the jobs I've looked at today, as yeah. well as in the last three or four weeks, just kind of hit some of those and talk about how moisture has affected those buildings. All right. And a big thanks to Brandon Dixon and Jason Kong for filling in the last couple of weeks. I've never been off the radio for two weeks in a row. I know that people assumed that I was laid off, but no, that's not actually it. I mean, you know, it's, this is, you ever watch TV and they say, you know, I'm, uh, I'm Joe Blow filling in for Ralph Johnson, who's on vacation. Don't worry, he's not gone. All right, 919-860-9783 is our number, 919-860-9783. Had the water heater blow while I was on vacation. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, well the not, good news is... blow. Well, the water left it, okay? I, I blow is... Okay. I, that's, you know, it it released a lot of its water. How does that sound? Yep. Okay. Um, and as it turns out, I didn't call you guys because I have that home repair company. And I'm kind of tied to their people, right? And I got to call them, and then they, you know, typically everything's paid for. I've had microwave doors that could, you know, pull off the plastic door, mm-hmm. and they've replaced the entire microwave. Mm. Okay, it's a good program. How, These, do they, how do they make money? I don't know how they they make money on the months I don't break <laughs> something. Okay. They could not help me very much with the hot water heater. 
you're aware of this code thing where everything becomes more complex? 19 years ago when the house was built, you just throw a hot water heater in there. It's a gas hot water heater, and it, it's what it was. It was a gas hot water heater. Where's that? It's in a, they call it a shed, but it's sort of a, a small room that comes off the back of the house. Okay. Okay, it's not accessible to the rest of the house, and in fact, it's it's bricked around the bottom. Mm-hmm. So there's no trouble for water getting into the house. Mm-hmm. The ticker, sh- the sticker shock was amazing. So there's been upgrades, and we have to do the upgrades when we replace a hot water heater? Yep. Yep. Yep, you have to follow the codes. The building codes are continually improving to hopefully save lives. What is that blue thing that I paid for? Because it's a... It's an expensive little blue thing. Oh, that's a... Um, that's expansion, a expansion something? Ta- expansion tank, yeah. Expansion tank. And that does what for me? Well, basically, it just controls the pressure. <sighs> it was a $500 controlling the pressure thing. Mm. Maybe even more. I don't know. Yeah. My wife won't tell me what it cost. Yeah. She honestly... She just says, have, Dave, you don't want to know. shouldn't have been that much. Well, not that thing, but the whole total price. The... Oh, now, yeah, it was a lot more than 500 Sure. To speak on behalf of the the home repair company, I have to speak for, up for them. They happily replaced the hot water heater. Mm-hmm. It's the upgrades they wouldn't cover. Right. Are there other things that I should know about that have been upgraded in my house that I have to bring up to code if something goes kaplooey? Um, water heaters are a little different, but, uh, you know, electrical issues that might pop up, uh-huh. uh, the way that obviously you want to shut off valve under a, a faucet or a, you know, a sink yeah. for in case there's an emergency or a toilet. If your house is that old, we talked a little bit about that last week. Yeah. Um, you know, typically they don't make you upgrade everything you do unless you're doing a major renovation. If you do, you know, say you're adding a room addition, they're going to yeah. say, okay, well now you've got to have wired, um, uh, smoke uh, detectors around the house. Okay. Around right. the whole I have so, that. So, so they'll I'm, do those kind of upgrades. Right. If I add a be, room. to be wired. They right. Can't. If I have a room. No, I am wired. Yeah. yeah. If I have a, add a room, I certainly am going to have to mm-hmm. consider how much electricity somebody could pull from that room. Right. I'm just a little worried about sticker shock in some other area. Yeah. You're telling me this is probably the only area where that's going to I think it's probably geared more happen. towards plumbing and electrical yeah. or, the, or where you have to follow the upgrades. Uh, the new codes more so than other things, possibly. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so what do you want to start off with? So, uh, we're talking about moisture control, and yeah, you know, obviously we just were. So, I just thought I'd go over some of the jobs I've looked at over the last three or four weeks, which is, gosh, I don't know, probably in the last three weeks I've looked at a hundred jobs, maybe. Really. So, I, I thought I would start out with some I looked at this morning because so many times we. Or, or there's moisture control issues that yeah. cause problems. So let's look at this real quick. Guys, I'm kind of fumbling through my paperwork at the same time. That's fine. So, Tell me one job you looked at. Okay, so the one I just left um, over in Chapel Hill. That's yeah. why I'm a few minutes late. That's fine. Um, he's got hardwood floors. The house was remodeled. It's a house that was probably built in the 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. And um, he uh, has hardwood floors in part of his house. Or a large portion of his main floor of his house that squeak, yeah. but only half of the area squeaks and the other half doesn't. And we're talking an area that's probably a thousand square feet, and then the other 
thousand square feet doesn't squeak as much. Okay. So this seems to bother him. Squeaking floors don't bother you know, some people, and it bothers us some. Right. So I asked him what was underneath it, and he said a basement. And right off the bat, I was like, okay, well, that's the reason we got squeak. So we yeah. went down to the basement, and, of course, the half that doesn't squeak, he has conditioned carpet, drywall, air-conditioned, heated, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But the other part is part of a garage, and it's um, long and narrow, and uh, he has no insulation. Yep. And the ceilings are about eight, nine feet tall, eight feet tall, whatever. And um, so he has no insulation, so that was the first, you know. So basically he's got uh, an, a, an outdoor space, if you will, a garage yeah. basement that has lots of moisture, Maybe not as much as a crawl space would. And so I told him, well, we can put screws in here and there all over the place. And I said, and we also need to put in insulation. Here's the figure to do that. And I give you no warranty that you I can get the squeaks out. But, sure. that, but that's a step in the right direction. And that, yeah. that's, that, again, is a moisture control, the humidity in the air. And he asked why insulation would make a difference. And I said, well, you've got a moisture barrier as well as you've got insulation. So you're, you're, you've got more of a, a buffer there mm-hmm. versus your subfloor and your hardwoods that are in direct contact with the basement. Now you're creating another 10-inch worth of insulation spacing mm-hmm. and, and vapor barrier. So that was one uh, issue I saw this morning. And then another one, um, let's see. Uh, Gosh. Uh, okay, so the first one I went to, they have a kitchen, and um, they want to, they had moisture under, the, evidently the garbage disposal occasionally leaks. So they had moisture under their kitchen base. Yeah. And um, they were concerned about mold, and it had been going on for a little while. They've, they've been aware of it when they caught it. They kind of been cleaning it out, and they had, I think they had a bucket under there at one time, and yeah. So they're wondering, okay, do I just take out the base of this cabinet and rebuild it, and can you give me a price on that? And, of course, I did. And um, they said, well, you know what? We're going to remodel this kitchen in about a year or two. Do you think it's uh, a concern that we do this? I said, well, I've seen worse, and uh, and I've seen better. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, it does need to be done at some point. There could be mold underneath this because this is an MDF type of material, which means it's a – compressed glued sawdust. So right. once the water goes through the millimene finish, which is a very foil plastic, very thin uh, plastic, um, you know, once water hits that MDF board, right. uh, it, it blows swells up. up. Yeah. So uh, it looks like they may go ahead and remodel the kitchen in January, and I told them I could certainly help them with that. So instead of taking the money and putting it towards the base of that cabinet, yeah. they're like, well, let's just do the whole kitchen because we're going to do it anyway. So I've got one of my associates is going to meet with them. She'll meet with them in the next uh, two or three weeks and start talking about the kitchen and get it planned for January, hopefully. And we have kitchens scheduled for next week Yep, yep. on the show. Yep. We're going to talk about – we were sitting around this morning talking about my kitchen. Yep. It's got an island, and it's a small kitchen. And I'm, I'm thinking – this is dumb. We should. They should have never done this. Uh, but we'll talk about that in, in coming weeks. Um, and we'll talk more about moisture control and anything you want to ask about. Uh, again, top to bottom, from the crawl space to the, to the attic and roof. 919-860-9783. Making your home great. 
News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF making your home great in the AccuWeather forecast. Includes a shower and thunderstorm, more clouds this afternoon and tomorrow. Thunderstorms continuing for Sunday, and uh, the overnight low is about 75, then tomorrow's high 85. We stay with a chance of thunderstorms the next few days. 86 with a real feel of 95. News Radio 680 WPTF. Dave Alexander, along with Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers, Highland Residential Roofing, Eagle Roofing, and I haven't seen you in two weeks. Have you started another company since then? <laughs> well, there's a couple other things. but <laughs> So today we're talking about moisture control, right. and uh, I want to encourage anybody out there that's had any moisture issues to call in at, yeah. at 919-860-9783. Uh, 9783. 919-860-9783. Mm-hmm. And... Um, of course, next week we'll talk about kitchen renovations, and I think yeah. after that, that next following Saturday after that, we're going to talk about uh, new trends and repair, remodeling, and uh, renovations. Okay, yeah, uh, which could cover a whole slew of things. So back to moisture control, and and if you don't have other questions other than moisture control, just um, questions on repairs of a building or your right. home, call in. You know, so the the lines are open. Uh, so another job I looked at this morning uh, in Durham, um, a smaller job, her first home, not that old of a house, has fiber semen on the exterior. Mm-hmm. And um, so at the back of her home, she's, she's on a slab, slab construction. The bottom two pieces of, of hardy plank or fiber cement siding have come loose. And um, so she wants those taken off and replaced. And they are very loose, and I would attribute that to moisture because it's so close to the ground yeah. that moisture has just accumulated under the hardy, and it has just come loose. And we'll have to replace the, the board across the top of it because mm-hmm. we have to get to the bottom one as well. And around her fireplace, she didn't know this, but her corner boards were all done in wood. Why wood when the house is mostly hardy plank or fiber cement? They should yeah. have done it in fiber cement as well or plastic. Yeah. So all the wood trim boards around her fireplace all the way up 30 feet have rot have rotted. So uh-huh. two sides are about 25, 30 feet, and the other side sides up on the roof line are about four feet, four or five feet tall. So another reason why moisture control is, you know, a concern. Could she have prevented that even with wood? I mean... W- I think there may. I think the Hardy was a little too close to the ground. I'm not. I didn't look to yeah. see if she had gutters. She wasn't. Didn't seem like she was. She's looking to kind of fix the problem and not really. Yeah. Fix the real cause of the problem right now. So we really didn't explore all those other things. But gutters are probably a contributor. Ground being a little too close to the siding is, mm-hmm. is another issue. And then the third job I went and looked at was also in Durham, and um, he just had a very simple little job as well. He's got a window at the back of his house. This house was probably built in the 30s or 40s mm-hmm. uh, over on Miami Boulevard, and um, he's got a window at the back of the house that's leaking. So he wants us to replace the two facing boards on either side of the window as well as the sill. Yeah. So we'll use plastic on the window facings, and on the, on the sill we'll use either treated wood Mm-hmm. Or we'll use a, a fiber cement type of material there. Was the water going underneath the window? 
Uh, I think his sill has, has rotted so much, and the, and the facing boards have been replaced in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, we'll just do the facing boards completely, and instead of putting a seam in the middle like there are on the facing boards now, we'll run a complete piece from top to bottom when we do the sill. And then uh, because we have a minimum charge, I said, you know, we could almost do something else here while we're here versus just this one window. So we walked around the corner. He's got another sill that's been band-aided up, repaired. Yeah. And um, so we had to charge a little bit more because it's a main sill of the window. So we got mm-hmm. to take off the facing boards on that one. But it was worth his while to have us do that while we're there because he'll get more for his money versus just having to do one window. And uh, other project I looked at uh, uh, this morning was a movie theater. They've got a bunch of issues. Uh, Moisture-related issue, I would say, might be uh, some things going on in the bathrooms with some doors uh, that need to be kind of reworked. They were done wrong originally, so it's kind of a bad design. I would say there's some moisture issues there. Uh, that are contributing to the problem. Is it moisture from the plumbing or moisture from the roof? Uh, moisture from the plumbing. Yeah. yeah just kind of a, a closed-in area, and I think there's a total of uh, eight, uh, maybe 18 doors that are affected in the men's and women's bathrooms that are wow. going to have to have some work done because of moisture. They were rusting, corroding? <laughs> no, there was some settling issues, oh, heavy okay. doors, uh, uh, moisture maybe not being removed as quick as it should that kind of could affect it. And I'm not 100% sure that it's, that it's all moisture, but yeah. moisture's contributing. So moisture control. And yeah. you know, as, as, as we're talking and listening to all this, moisture, it, water is the life giver, right? But it's sure. also the thing that um, takes away. I mean, because the earth and nature is constantly trying to um, – Biodegrade, yeah. right? right? Go right. back Bring, to go back to dirt. Oxidate, oxidate, right? Trying okay. to rust. Go back to earth. Yeah, and uh, so we have to keep our places painted. L- looked at a job uh, Thursday. Um, one of the jobs I remember is um, uh, she's got a house. She's a listener, actually. Yeah, that's she's good. probably listening. She's got a house, and um, she has no insulation under the house. I yeah. never went inside the home, uh-huh. but she's wanting to clean under the house and get rid of all the mold and mildew and, and, and things that are growing under her house. She has yeah. absolutely no insulation, never has. Yeah. I wonder if her hardwood floors inside the house squeak. But again, most people aren't concerned about that. I'm sure she has hardwood floors. And she needs gutters. Um, she's in need of a roof. I think she's got that scheduled. And, uh, of course, when the gutters come in, she needs to have piping put underground and run out to the curb. Yeah. So she's got some moisture. And, and she needs to paint the house. Wow. Again, we, we had to paint the house to keep the moisture from rotting out the wood. And I get so, that. A variety of things. I get that. Lots of moisture. These things the need regular maintenance. Yep. If you've got a regular maintenance or moisture uh, question, go ahead, call us. Uh, Tim's here. He's going to answer your questions at 919-860-9783. Call during the news and be on the radio right after. A News Radio 680 WPTF and the radio program is called Making Your Home Great. News Radio 680 WPTF, AccuWeather forecast, uh, partly cloudy, chance of a shower and a thunderstorm at a high near 87. For tomorrow, a high near 85 with mostly cloudy skies and a shower and a thunderstorm. 86 
with the Real Feel of 95 on Making Your Home Great. News Radio 680 WPTF, Dave Alexander, along with Tim Ferruzzi. You want to call and ask a question? Here's the number, 919-860-9783. If you're more comfortable talking with Tim or sending a note on uh, the Internet thingy, uh, handyhelpers.com has a nice you know, email uh, link mm-hmm. or highlandroofingnc.com um, or call Tim at 919-676-5969. And I'm, I've got a, a, a thought that we've got callers waiting, and I just, you know, we do. Carol, uh, my computer wasn't circuiting through and wasn't showing us. Carol, thank you for calling, and uh, apologize if you had to wait. Yeah, all right. I'm going to put Carol on hold. Uh, News Radio 680, WPTF, making your home great. And Tim looked at some jobs on Thursday. Yep. So, continuation of just looking at yeah. jobs, because I think that's a good way for people to hear yeah. and kind of visualize what, what I looked at. Yep. Um, one particular job I went out, the fellow just bought the house. He's got to be in his uh, 30s or 40s. And uh, he. Um, had a report done before he moved into the house. Lots of things were fixed, but he's got this bay window on the back of the house that's quite large. I would say it's roughly seven feet by and, and probably juts out about four feet. Yeah. And there's no support underneath it. Yeah. So he's got, uh, obviously, that has dropped inside the kitchen a little bit. Structural, but also moisture control related because yeah. moisture is helping it lean. So essentially what we've got to do is come in and put in a footing and a foundation and jack this thing up and lift it up. And, and yeah. one of the other th- issues he had was a, a, a joist inside the middle of the kitchen, which is about five feet from this location, six yeah. feet, that's up a little bit or down a little bit. I, can't, I think it's actually gone up a little bit. Yeah. And the reason that's gone up is because of this bay window putting pressure over further away. So another yeah. moisture control issue slash you, structural issue. You know, there's architectural things that you'll look at. Sometimes it's in a commercial building, and you say, wow, look at that piece of the ceiling or the roof that's hanging way over. Yep. And you say, well, that must be engineered beautifully. If it looks magical, that means it's all got to be right, right? A bay window only looks impressive because you look at it and say, look, it's sticking way outside the house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so a lot of things it, can go wrong. Yep. Well, in commercial, you know, dealing with mostly steel and and, in, and major engineering, and so that is not so much of an issue as like residential. Yeah. Where you see these bay windows that are two or three feet above the ground. Yeah. And there's nothing under them. Right. So it's kind of. Paul has a, con- a question about moisture control. Paul, thanks a lot for calling. Where are you calling from? Hi, Tim and Dave. This is Paul from North Raleigh. Yes. Hey, Paul. What's up? Um, I know a lot about houses, maybe too much. But we bought a townhouse a couple of years ago from a woman that had lived there since the last 25 years. So she hadn't done that much to the crawl space area. Yeah. What I started doing, I started buttoning up all the air leaks from the main air conditioning distribution box in the crawl space. It's a two-story townhouse end unit. I don't have that many vents. I've got two or three vents in the back. I've got two or three in the sides maybe one or two in the front, and then I have the next-door neighbor in my garage. Um, so I don't have that much ventilation in the crawl space. And what I've done is button up all my air conditioning leaks, 
But I think what I've done is I've improved or increased the moisture level in the crawl space. And yeah. I'm, on the hardwood floors that were put in also two years ago, I'm getting a little bit of cupping. And um, I'm just wondering, should I go back down in the crawl and pop a, a four-inch uh, hole in air condition for some air, cold air, in the summertime down in the crawl space? Well, I, you know, I know that uh, I've heard of people doing that where they have maybe one of their supply ducts just actually blows under the house. Yeah. And um, I, I don't, I'm not a heating and air guy, so I right. can't tell you 100% whether that's kosher or not, right. but I do understand that that seems to work because of the the uh, differentiation between the the indoors and the outdoors via moisture as well as just uh, the compression uh, of, mm-hmm. of air. So. Mm-hmm. My uh, air handling unit is in the garage space, so it's mm-hmm. outside the building okay. envelope. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the other thing I wanted to add is that, um, um, I, you know, I know the current code allows that I can seal the hall crawl space, but mm-hmm. I don't want to spend $3,000 on doing a right. full seal. Right. But I was wondering if I can do it halfway and just well, yeah, you could, hold it. You could, do you have foundation vents, I guess? Yes. So you could seal those up and, uh, you know... Um, and maybe come in with a uh, dehumidifier, and of course you want to make sure you have a vapor barrier, so you don't have to do a full scale dry sealed crawl space. You could do kind of a a midway version of it and kind of see how it works. Right, and then I understand. Too, where's regular. your Where's your cupping going on? Is it a, around the edges of the house, or is it around the the uh, vents? Or it uh, seems to be more um, over the main trunk line mm-hmm. of the uh, where the. The trunk line of the distribution, the distribution box in the crawl space, seems right. to be uh, over that area. Yeah, so you know for sure there's no moisture leaking from somewhere else. In the, no, when I go yeah. into crawl space, it's got a double layer of uh, uh, plastic, right? Um, probably six mil or so, right? And um, it's it's rock hard under there, right? Right. The the drainage in the back isn't the most ideal, but then I got to deal with the homeowners association and come up with a. A grading plan, and I don't think they're going to come along. They're not going to do anything about that. Right, right. So, yeah, the, you've solved the problem, but you've also created an, another issue. So, you just got to kind of figure out how to work that one out. Right. Yep. That's All right. Just wanted to touch base with you on that. Yep. Thanks very much. Yes, appreciate sir. your call. Thanks. That'll be your yep. All right. answer. Yep. Bye. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. That's neat. At the end of the call, he said, Thanks for your call. Yeah. That's my line, Paul. <laughs> Thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Um, This whole idea, you know, it almost seems to me everybody's crawl space was built incorrectly. Is that possible? Well, we're, you know, building codes. I mean, we're learning, right? We're evolving. You know, the houses built in the 1800s were very leaky. Yes. Right? And uh, fuel fuel efficiency wasn't really a concern Mm because, you know, fuel was cheap, but you can burn wood in the backyard cut off the farm, whatever. Yeah. And uh, as we've kind of developed and re-engineered this and learned about this, we kind of, we're still experimenting, you know. Okay. I'm, I'm sure, you know, we're going to look back 100 years and say, wow, those guys were living in barns. Yeah, they were, so, you know, they were, you know, they were putting these reverse shower caps, yeah, these upside-down yeah, yeah. shower caps. And these new materials, yeah. you know, so it's just a continuation of, of just evolving and seeing what works and what doesn't work. There are some people who will go ahead and pour concrete under your house. I'm assuming that's an expensive operation. And it, and it does it 
does it better done that's better done initially yeah oh i would say so yeah and and that's almost like a plenum i think is the word again i'm not a heating and air guy but when you have that kind of scenario you could almost have your your heating and cooling could be in your uh crawl space and then you just have these open vents and the air just comes right up yeah i think that's the way that works yeah i and you know the question that paul had or the solution that he suggested about opening up the HVAC system to his crawl space. Yeah. You have to wonder, should he check for mold first? Well, if he if he's not going to have a return under there, yeah. if he closes off his foundation vents and he's just blowing cold air under there, um, some of that, uh, what's under the house, is going to end up in the house, right. and then the return in the house is going to get rid of it. So it almost becomes somewhat of a plenum i guess okay but uh, and, and there's a differentiation in the in the uh the air like the pressure inside the house versus the crawl space and i don't know yeah. all the technical terms of it but but that that seems to work for some people i've, I've heard yeah. several people doing that where they just have one of the vents just blows under the house but obviously you want the foundation vents closed off and you want right. to try to control the moisture as much as possible right and he's going to have the whole thing covered with plastic yep so it's just kind of experimental and it's, can a fella just get underneath his house? He, he discovers that his house just has dirt underneath. Go and get some rolled stuff and unroll it underneath. Yeah, a vapor yeah. barrier. Yeah, yeah, vapor yeah, barrier. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people do their own vapor barriers. That's just a six mil plastic. You can buy it at the big stores or the hardware stores, and you just spread it around. The goal is is to cover 100 percent of the of the ground of the okay. dirt, and uh, the overlap. You overlap, obviously you want to go, I would think, at least a foot, if not a couple feet, uh-huh. and tight up to the piers and, and maybe even pull out, get some tape, you know, the not not yeah. the, um, not duct tape or anything, but I would say the tape that's used for the Tyvek, uh, when you do a house wrap on the outside, that's very yeah. sticky, Yeah, very sticky masking, but I mean really sticky. Yeah. Uh, you know, seal all the joints with that. And if you need any help with this, don't call Dave Alexander. Because the whole idea of me crawling underneath my house a couple of weeks back and going to the f- almost the farthest corner, I'm never going to do that again. I'm never going there. It's a, it's a problem I have with small spaces. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it, honestly. All right, 919-860-9783 is our telephone number. Anything on any topic with your house from the top to the bottom, 919-860-9783. Even if it's as simple as, what kind of paint should I buy? Go ahead. Tim knows already. He might as well tell you. 919-860-9783 on making your home great. News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF AccuWeather Forecast. A shower and thunderstorms scattered around and a high of 87, overnight low near 75. For Sunday, a high near 85, and again, showers and thunderstorms possible. It's 86 now with a real feel of 95. News Radio 680 WPTF. Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers, which um, is the proud owner, of course, of the website handyhelpers.com, and Highland Residential Roofing. HighlandRoofingNC.com here in studio, and David in Cary has got a question. How you doing, David? 
I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. Okay. Tell us about your house. Well, I've got an old house built back in the 40s. Um, it's a um, it's a one-story bungalow. Um, and I've noticed that there's been a crack that has developed in the ceiling for the entire length of the house. And then it goes down uh, one of the walls, you know, cracking the... It's got plaster walls, not not uh, not sheetrock walls, and um, I didn't know what what that might be since the house, you know, is over seventy years old. I figured it might have settled by now, and and it wouldn't be settling. So I'm just trying to try to figure out what that might be. That crack that runs, it seems to run in a almost a straight line following the seams of the um, of the sheetrock in the ceiling, yeah, um, all the way the length of the house. And you say they're plaster? It's a plaster the, ceiling? Uh, the, wall, the walls are plaster. Uh, the ceilings are uh, sheetrock. Okay, drywall. So how long have you lived there? I've been there for about uh, 11 years. And um, I guess the house was remodeled uh, prior to you moving in, or how was the, what was the condition of it when you moved in? It was remodeled as I moved in. Okay. So, you know, if it's gotten, obviously it's gotten worse. That's why you're calling. That's what you're concerned about. Right. Um, you know, there's a whole lots of a whole lot of things. That's kind of an open-ended question. Uh, it could be moisture. It could be settling. It could be uh, uh, ventilation issues in the attic. Uh, it could be all of the above. Um, it's hard to say without, you know, coming out and taking a look at it. Um, how old's your roof? Uh, the roof was replaced like uh, three years ago, three and a half years ago. Yep. And when you remodeled the house, did you redo the ceilings yourself? They were popcorn ceilings, and all we did was scrape off the popcorn and then paint. Okay, so they were drywall prior to you moving in? Right. Yeah. Um, so you're not seeing any water staining. You're just seeing a, a drop. Like a separation, yes. a crack all the way down. Exactly, yeah. like a crack, especially where there's where they tape where they tape the seams off. Right, paper tape the seams off. It started cracking around there, and then and then when it gets to the end, it kind of goes down the wall, you know, uh, as well as maybe maybe towards the corner of a window, and then from the window down to the floor. Yep. Have you had any development, uh, major construction going on around your property in the last uh, couple years? How close? Well, I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, sometimes uh, drain, the water flows in a different way after they come in and put in a big development or moving the earth around. I don't know. I'm just asking questions. It doesn't have to be right next to your house, but, you know, lots of things can can create situations like that. Well, this is, uh, I live in downtown Cary, and there's been a lot of uh, renovations and uh, revitalization going on. Right, yeah, yeah, right down the street on the um, on Academy Street, right? They've redone that whole area. Right, yeah. Academy and Chatham in that area. How far away are you from there? Just a block. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible that, that uh, just all that pounding and stuff they've done over there over the last year or two has affected it, but I can't be sure of that. Sounds to me more like settling issues if it's that much of a consistent crack from front to back. But again, until we look at it, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Where's sure. the? I'm going to ask Tim this question. What's the first part of the house you're going to look at, other than the crack? 
I you're going to crawl I, underneath? I, I would go into the attic, and okay. uh, probably the first thing I'd, I'd walk out, I'd see the crack, I'd walk outside and take a look at what the foundation's doing, and then I'd go into the attic, and I'd look at the roof as well mm-hmm. and see how it's ventilated. And so that's kind of the direction I would go. And, and so I would okay, look structurally, that, I would look ventilation, I would look moisture. Is that something you do, or do I have to call an engineer? Or yeah, we do that. We do that, and if it's over my head, I'll I'll tell you to call an engineer once I see it. But uh, we don't charge to come out and take a look at things, so um, be happy to do that. Just give me an email or or call me, and um, uh, be happy to set up a time for for us to do that for you. I, I will do that. I appreciate it. Thanks yep. for your uh, time, yes, David. Sir. Can I give you the telephone number now for the work number for Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing? Are you in a position Please to write do. down a number? 919. I'm, you are I'm, driving. <laughs> I'm driving, but I've got a really good memory. Yeah, yeah. No, just, no, just, no. just go to our website, handyhelpers.com or yeah. handyhelpersremodel.com, either one. Yeah. Just like it sounds with a Y, okay. handyhelpers, and um, mm-hmm. dot com. Yeah. David, thank you. Plus, I was going to give uh, Tim a chance to say his phone number on the air. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. 919 676 <laughs> Fifty nine All right, David, thank, thank you. you. David. All right, let me take the, take the opportunity to mention that the radio show is called Making Your Home Great, and we're on News Radio 680 WPTF. Always remember the brand. We always have time for, David, for Tim's telephone number and David's call letters. That's just the way it works. Um, I, when you said, how much construction have they done around there? Mm-hmm. I was I was there 30 seconds earlier, mm-hmm. thinking to myself, well, you know what they've done? Mm-hmm. They've messed up where the water drains yep. in the neighborhood. Yeah, they can do that. Well, if, you know, it, it's funny. When I call in uh, no cuts whenever I do digging, which is yeah. a lot, Yeah. Um, when you call no cuts, one of the things they ask you is, how close are the railroad tracks? Is there going to be any uh, boring... Uh, yeah. dynamite type things going on within a quarter mile. <laughs> so, you know, that does affect, and, and you sure. got lots of clay. Yeah. And so your you're, you know, major construction like that can can affect the land around it. And some people might have said, you know, oh, okay, we're again, this code kind of thing. You know, everybody else, we just used to go down certain depth mm-hmm. for our foundation. Mm-hmm. Are we digging our foundations deeper? No, actually, no? The, I think the code's not deep enough. Oh, you know, the okay. building code is minimum building code, and uh, I'm not knocking any of that. But when I try to do construction, I always try to do a little extra. Yeah. Whether it's thicker plywood. Yeah. You know, so thicker insulation. You know, as long as it is still got the air gap, and and deeper footings, and you name it, and yeah. the type of concrete that we use for the footings. And there's no way we're building smaller houses now. No. Nope. We're building nothing but bigger houses. Right. I saw something on the. The, well, I didn't see it on the TV. I saw it on the website for the, for the um, uh, w- whatever is the Time Warner Cable, uh, used to be Time Warner Cable mm-hmm. news channel. This woman has this wonderfully normal-sized house, and next to her is a house that they put up that had a 28-foot wall. Mm-hmm. 20, Blo- and blocking it her view. Dw- blocks her sun. Everything, yeah. It blocks the sun. And you, and you think about, you know, there are teardowns in the city. They tear down two properties and put up one big house yep, yep. because we used to build smaller houses. So putting up a triplex or build one big house or right. whatever, yeah. Okay, so, but you, I, you I see was, a lot of that going on downtown. I was right? ahead of you on this, this whole, you know, yep. 
this water table, water moving through, because underneath all these houses, there's water draining. Mm -hmm. If you want to sit, I'll tell you what, you want entertainment, slight bit entertainment, pick a thunderstormy day and drive by the mall. Drive by Crabtree Mall and see the water running off that hill. That's a, it, a stunning um, how much water we got to move. And, of course, North Carolina, you get no rain for a week and then three weeks' worth of rain in an hour, which, by the way, might happen today. Um, we're going to talk more about some of the jobs you've looked at this week and what else in the coming hour. Oh, we're going to stay with um, uh, water moisture control. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about. But if you have other questions, yeah, call in, please. I visited my dad's home in Yankee Land. It has a basement. He put in, it was a block uh, basement. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, he finished it off. So we'd never really seen the bare walls. My brother has since tear, torn them down because there's been water leakage. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I've never seen so much mold, mm-hmm. really. So if you've got, even if you don't have a basement, you got a crawl space, watch it for mold. Because my brothers and I, upon the passing of my dad, we are dealing with a major, major issue. And it can affect your health. It can affect your health, affect your value of your property. All right, more on Making Your Home Great coming up next on WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. Making Your Home Great on the radio till 4 o'clock. With slight bits of uh, potential interruptions. Hate to refer to the President of the United States as an interruption, but, you know, there you go. Uh, We have some uh, violence at a protest and counter-protest at Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, We expect that the President will be speaking a press conference uh, from New Jersey, uh, and we will carry that live for you, and between now and then, talk about home issues and uh, making your home great. Tim Feruzzi in studio from Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing. Um, yes. So we're talking about moisture control, right? Moisture control. Seems not, not, true. Not crowd control, right? This well, second. you know, both of them are important. <laughs> if you don't handle, you know, it's like uh, they say uh, moisture control is like shaving. If you don't do it every day, uh, it can be some downside. I'm having to do that about twice uh <laughs> Once every two days. I'm not used to that. Usually, I usually get away with that about every four or five days, but lately it's been every two days. Tina in Durham is going to ask us a question, and Tina, there's always that possibility, will be uh, interrupted by the leader of the free world. Sorry, Tina. Hi, Tina. What's up? Hi. Um, I have a two-story home, and the first floor bathroom, I'm getting moisture and do around the bath fan. and just trying to see what I can do to re- remediate that. So this is on the second floor? On the first floor. On the first floor, and you're getting you're getting mold around um, it? More like mildew around it. Uh-huh. Um, and the floor vents are in the floor. Okay. The so, back. And then above that, you have what? What's, um, what's above that bathroom? Floor. Another bedroom? Yes. Okay. So... Um, you know, do you you use a, do you use the fan, the exhaust fan, when you're uh, after you shower or during your shower and other well, this times? Bathroom, this bathroom's a half bath, so there's no shower or tub in that bathroom. Mm. Okay. Um, so this is a, a an exhaust fan that you have the air the 
mildew around, you're saying? Yes. Okay. Um, well, you know, something as simple as uh, cleaning it off with uh, uh, Tylex, you know, you can do that yourself, and obviously you want to make sure you don't get that on other things, but uh, spraying that area down with Tylex and, and uh, wiping it down is probably one of the first steps and and you might just it might just be something as simple as after you do that let the ceiling dry and come in and and paint the ceiling and I would use a kills or a, uh, a high quality primer and just paint the ceiling uh, prime it and paint it and then see how that does um, and you say you have ventilation in the bathroom you have supply air air conditioning and heat in that bathroom right yes and so. I know I was having um, the tonnage for the HVAC was um, not the right size, mm -hmm. so I just had um, the HVAC system replaced. Right. Um, and the HVAC um, salesman said he it was a lot of humidity in the in the downstairs uh, level. Right. So yeah, and that that uh, um, that should help the situation. And and I don't know if you keep the door closed to this bathroom a lot, or if you keep it open so that the airflow is around, but. Uh, you know, it sounds like you, you said you have a half bath, so you don't have a shower or a tub. So I would think that maybe something as simple as what I just described might be the solution, but you obviously you need to clean it before you prime and paint it. Okay. But try that and then just watch it and see what happens. Okay. That's, that's, a hard, that's a hard thing to give you an exact answer on, but that's how I would start based on what you're telling me. Tina, this okay. is a half bath. Is there an air intake and a, a, a blower? You getting uh, cold air out of one, and is there an? Uh, no, she probably doesn't have a return in there. Doesn't have a return. No, she just has a supply, so that's why I ask if the door stays open. Yeah, you might want to make it, sure. You, do you keep the door open or closed? The door stays open, and I don't know if I know the bath exhaust is not it's not sealed around it. Right. So I didn't yeah. know if it could be like maybe air. Well, and that could be another contributor too, um, and maybe this will solve it as well as just cleaning it and doing. But sometimes. Uh, if it's not sealed well and there's a lot of heat going between those two floors, you could have a lot of condensation on the metal the metal duct of that uh, exhaust fan that could actually um, cause condensation under the ceiling. So we see that a lot with uh, uh, heating and air systems, especially when they're air conditioners and they don't have insulation around the actual um, part that's in the attic. I would call that the boot. Um, okay. When that's not insulated, you'll have um, something that's very cold and it'll condensate on the, mm -hmm. dry, on the drywall because it's not insulated. So it could be some of that, but that may be a little harder to solve since it's between two floors versus in an attic. So try the, now that you've got the new heating and air, try what I mentioned and see if that works. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Yep. Thank you, Tina. I appreciate the phone call. News Radio 680 WPTF, Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers. And Highland Residential Roofing and Eagle Roofing. And if you want to uh, get an answer to any question, you're beginning a project. Tim would be happy to give you some advice on it. If, on the other hand, you've got a question that, that you've, you, you've thought, maybe I should call a professional, talk to Tim first, and maybe he's the professional you'll eventually end up with. If not, you'll benefit from the uh, advice Again, we're kind of standing by because the president is going to speak, we think, brief remarks on the protests in Charlottesville, Virginia, that have turned quite violence 
uh, or violent. Uh, some, um, uh, they've called it alt-right and uh, white supremacist groups um, coming to Virginia and Charlottesville and then some counter-protesters and some fights have developed and even some car rammings of crowds. Uh, we'll get full details on this from CBS News and also CBS News presenting the president live when he does approach the podium. This is one of those things where there are literally people standing waiting for the president to be there. I mean, other people to be in this presentation and the president's not out yet. So eventually it may be an abrupt end or an abrupt interruption to the program. I'll apologize uh, immediately on that. So back to moisture control. Yes, uh, please. A uh, job I looked at the other day, went out to a house. She wanted a deck built. Yeah. A small deck, 10 by 8, and um, also a shelter that she has uh, in the backyard. She wanted that resupported. The shelter looks like it was probably 60 years old, and she's got a couple posts that are leaning. So we're going to possibly come in and put in some new posts for her. Uh, the shelter itself is fine. It's just the poster leaning themselves. Oh, that's okay. because she's on the hill. There's clay. There's moisture. Yeah. And then I was noted to her, first thing I noticed when I drove up is she needs a new roof. The roof is gone. Yeah. yeah. And um, I told her, I said, you know, we should you should go ahead and plan on doing a roof soon if you can get it budgeted. And you also need gutters. Yeah. The gutters she had were the vinyl gutters, little snap-together stuff you buy. Yeah. Terrible things. And then someone had cut <laughs> some screen. Yeah, some, yeah. Some uh, rabbit mesh or whatever, rab rabbit wire, and, and sure. use that as the gutter guard. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so first order of business <laughs> moisture control would be a new roof and, and control the water around your house. And it leaked a little in the middle, so they put duct tape or, or uh, other packing tape in the seam because that was the way they were going to fix it. Yeah. Leon and Apex. There's no, I'll I'm telling you, there's no fix. That can't be rednecked. I'm just telling you. There's well, just how about no, that Flex Seal stuff? That Flex Seal, you could put glue. I wouldn't buy that if you gave it to me. All right, Leon and Apex, you have an answer for the previous caller. Hey, I I enjoy your program. They're talking about that you know, moisture in that little bathroom. Uh, a few years ago, every time we cooked something in the oven, the fire alarm downstairs went off. It may have been a little moisture, but turn out that the the vent on the outside of the house had been painted shut when I had the house painted a couple of years before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So and it wasn't actually exhausting. You were right, able no, to exhaust it. Was painted, it was painted shut. Yep. So that's, a, that's a simple little problem. Right and and that's, a, there's a, that's a possibility that she's got that same issue. And I've seen also where birds and uh, squirrels, uh, birds will sometimes nest in those and, and clog them up. Oh, yeah. I, I got the same thing with my... Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's another. It could have been clogged. I, did, I didn't even. I didn't even think of that. But that's a, a strong assumption that it could be clogged. So when she is trying to ventilate that bathroom, the moisture is going up. It doesn't go out, and it just kind of comes backwards. And there you have your condensation around your drywall. Yeah. So we need to check to make sure that thing is is breathing. Well, one other little thing about pets and foundations. Uh, a few years ago, I used to teach a course, and one little section was on like rotting houses, and they started uh, telling people to close up the vents in the summer because the air conditioner was condensing the hot air and keep it closed in the winter because the hot air was conditioning the cold air. But anyway, that's kind of what you were talking about earlier. 
I've been driving around here in Southern Wake County. They're building a lot of houses with with just uh, foundations that are just two or three feet high, and I don't see any vents in them. Is that kind of the new construction? Yeah, that's probably new construction, and they're they're using uh, either a dry sealed crawl space or dehumidifiers and uh, kind of a modified version. But yes, I, I see I see that going on a lot. Okay, all right. Well, again, enjoy your program, guys. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. you, Leon. You know, I had a, I had a, yeah. are we ready for a break now? No, go ahead. Okay. Well, go, you go ahead. Well, so I, I mentioned this on a previous show about a year ago, went out to a person's house. It was really hot outside, like we just came through this spell yeah. recently. Yeah. And she, uh, her house couldn't have been any older than uh, five years old. And she was having a lot of condensation in the upstairs bathroom. Right. And um, uh, where it was actually, you know, peeling paint off the walls, like bubbling under. Yeah. If you can imagine where you could just pull the paint with your finger and it would take right off. So I started looking around and what I had, had decided was um, her attic was too hot. So what we ended up doing is adding ventilation in the attic, adding insulation, and that solved her problem. Yeah. It was a condensation issue, and that bathroom was such, you know, in a small, tight walls. What bathrooms are what? Usually five by seven, roughly. Yeah. And uh, she couldn't figure out what it was, and it was a just ventilation issue in the attic as well and as it, not enough insulation between the living area and the attic. Right. So you had to do two things Yeah. and solve the problem. We're doing two things. It's called Making Your Home Great. That's the radio program. We're also awaiting President Trump's remarks on the incidents in Charlottesville, Virginia. Some alt-right, also known as white supremacist uh, uh, protests uh, and counter-protests, and they've turned violent, and we'll have uh, some words from the president from Bridgewater, New Jersey. Coming up on this program, News Radio 680, WPTF, while at the same time doing a home repair and remodeling radio show. On News Radio 680, WPTF. What's the matter, garage door? It's them, my owners. They've done nothing but ignore me, and my basic maintenance keeps getting put off until later. But later never comes. Car, I could have been a contender, I tell you. You're right, garage door. You just need custom door and gate. Exactly. I could be in tip-top shape, going up and down smooth without a sound. Instead, I'm in Screechville, a laughingstock, waking up the neighbors and stuff. I, I could have been a contender, I tell you. Contender. Don't let your garage door end up in Screechville. Give Custom Door and Gate a call today. From quick tune-ups to a new door that'll transform the look of your home. Custom Door and Gate can do it all. Visit CustomDoorAndGate.com to visualize your custom garage door today. Custom Door and Gate, an authorized LiftMaster dealer. Call Custom Door and Gate today. A garage door you'll adore. Surprises are supposed to feel like this. But a surprise bill after a costly air conditioner breakdown feels like this. 
But what if you could be sure your budget was protected against surprises like this? Now you can with a home warranty from American Home Shield. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-9415. Your major home systems and appliances are going to break down at some point. It's inevitable, like your fridge, AC, electrical, and plumbing. Homeowner's insurance doesn't usually cover them. But with a home warranty from American Home Shield, you can be sure your budget is protected. We help cover the cost of repairing or replacing major components of over 20 home systems and appliances. Be sure you're protected against these surprise bills. Be sure with the Shield. American Home Shield. For valuable free information on how you can protect your budget, call now 1 800 900 9415. That's 1 800 900 9415. What do you feed your pets? Go to feedyourpets.com. Hi, this is Thor, owner of the Pet Pantry at feedyourpets.com. We are a local company offering free home delivery of holistic, all natural dog and cat foods. We work hard every day to earn our five star reviews on Yelp and Facebook. Our foods are better for your pets and will save you time and money. Visit feedyourpets.com and request your free sample today. What do you feed your pets? Go to feedyourpets.com. Concern your business is not reaching its full sales potential? Maybe your sales organization is lacking the focus that an effective customer relationship management tool can provide. At Whitley Productivity Group, they help match your business with a CRM tool to support your team's system for follow-up and next steps. Working with your business and leading cloud provider companies, solutions are specific to your business and your business goals. Learn more at WhitleyProductivity.com. That's WhitleyProductivity.com. The Whitley Productivity Group, transforming the way things get done. Hi, this is Chris Lloyd, owner of USA Flooring. Our salespeople are good listeners, knowledgeable, and not pushy. I invite you to visit one of our stores in Raleigh, Durham, or Fayetteville. USA Flooring stores are open and airy with samples of what you're considering for your floors. We also offer free in-home estimates. You can see more about us on the web at usaflooringnc.com. USA Flooring, if it goes on your floors, it's in our stores. USA Flooring. From Interstate 40 to I-95 and all around the Triangle. This puts everything in perspective. The news, traffic, and weather you need. Yeah. News Radio 680 WPTF and mobile at WPTF.com. News Radio 680 WPTF. Possibility of some rain showers, thunderstorms, and a high today near 87, overnight low 74. We're pretty close to as hot as it'll be. And then for tomorrow, high only up to 85. We get a string of 85-degree days, but we also get a possibility of a rain shower and a thunderstorm. Cloudy skies each day, Sunday, Monday, and uh, partly cloudy on Tuesday. Right now, 85 with a real feel of 99. News Radio 680 WPTF. Our telephone number is 919-860-9783-919. 860-9783. Call if you've got a question about uh, home repair, home remodeling, uh, what you should do for a particular problem. Tim Ferruzzi's here from Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing, and we are talking today about moisture and the problems it creates in your home. I know. So another project I looked at recently, um, the couple just moved into this house. The house was built... I think in the 20s or 30s, mm-hmm. well-kept, and uh, they have a carport, and the way the carport was built into the house was not done well yeah. prior to them moving in. It was probably done years ago. I'm guessing this carport's probably um, 
30 years in itself. Yeah. Uh, and it ties into a detached garage as well. And they want to turn this carport area into a large sunroom. It's yeah. roughly 24 feet by 14 or 16, 18 feet, 20, 23 feet by 18 feet. Wow. Is the size of this uh, potential sunroom. Well, it's at ground level, so the driveway just runs right into it. So one of the first things, and we're having, we've got some slab issues where the slab is broken in a couple spots. So one issue is we'll have to do a footing, and we'll have to build a floor, treated wood floor, at least four inches off the ground right. so that we don't have to deal with moisture. Well, sure, yeah, you don't want water. They want to use sliding glass doors for their sunroom. Mm-hmm. And and the biggest thing is the, this roof. They were thinking about tearing off this whole roof and putting a, a gable on it versus the low pitch hip that it has. But there's no way this is going to work. And um, what has been created with the existing roof has been going on for, like I said, 30 years is they've got shingles on all of it. So where the main house comes down to this roof, there's all kinds of structural damage and about 25% of this roof system, yeah. which again, I just described as 23 by 18. So. Yeah. They were thinking about just tearing it all out and rebuilding, and I'm like, well, why don't you just leave what you got? Three-quarters of it's good, and we'll just come in with a rubber membrane and do this thing the way it should have been done from day one and make this whole part of the roof waterproof yeah. and fix your structural damage. And, of course, yeah. then we can fill in the blanks from below and give you your sunroom. Yes. So moisture control issues on the floor and on the roof. Robert in Fuquay, Verena. Robert, be aware that we may have to... Uh, leave you for a moment. You know that there uh, may be some brief uh, remarks from the president waiting for a press conference. Yes, sir. I'm aware. I Go have ahead. a question for yes. Tim. Yes. So I'm going to give you a little background. We had a bathroom. It's on a slab foundation, and it had linoleum. So I had some handyman, quote, install ceramic tile in the bathroom floor, and that turned out pretty good, by the way. But then he went reinstall the toilet because he said it wouldn't fit. So I had to hire a plumber who had to do a flange extension and stuff, and that cost me $150, but I wasn't planning to spend that. And now I'm told I should seal this brand-new floor grout. And I'm like, I, I think that's something I can do. Can you recommend a product? Um, I don't know the particular products. I would recommend that you do that. Um, obviously, you want to make sure you clean it and it's dry prior right. to doing that. But they sell this product at, uh, obviously. Well, I've seen this stuff. Actually, I bought it, but I'm questioning if I bought the right stuff. Uh, can I mention a store name? Home sure, people? go ahead, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this stuff, it was a grout sealer. It comes in a uh, clear thing like Elmer's glue, but it's clear. And on the top, it has like an artist's paintbrush. Uh, It it sounds like that might be the right product. I have not used that stuff a lot. I've seen it come in bottles with with heads like you're describing or... Um, so you can actually go into the grout lines. I've seen some roller yeah. versions or paint. This was specifically yeah. for grout. And I just wondered if that's the right product or if you had a different recommendation or I, I really, how would you approach this? Yeah, I think you've got the right idea. If you've gone to one of those stores and you've read the directions and uh, I think you've, it sounds like you got the right product. Uh, but I would recommend you seal the floor but, but obviously... You, the whole floor or just the tile? Or 
or just the grout? Just the grout, I think, is what that normally. But again, I haven't done much of that over the years, but I do yeah. recommend it. A lot of times when you buy grout, you can buy grout that's already got a sealer built into it. But because oh, this was a, a colored grout. Right, right. So, so, I mean, I'm not certain it has, but they told me I should seal it. Yeah, I mean, it can't hurt. Um, so this this product's telling you to use the brush and brush it on the... It, it says to make sure it's clean and dry, just yeah. like you said. Yeah. And then, of course, it's a brand new floor, so... Then it has, like, an artist's paintbrush on the end. It's mm-hmm. like in a two... Or, like an Elmer's glue bottle. Yeah. Yep. And then it says to do it and let it dry for 30 minutes. And then it says to reapply after 30 minutes, a second coat. Yep. And then it says wipe off any excess over the tile and let it dry for 24 hours. Yeah, that sounds right. Would yep. that be something that I should, you would feel comfortable? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I can save a lot of money if I had to pay someone they want a lot of money to do that, over $100. Yep. Robert, I, I think you've got your solution. I've got Dave, who is on the road, who has some comments about grout sealer, but at the same time, we're coming up on the news broadcast, and then even beyond that, possibility that we may have to go directly to Bridgewater, New Jersey, where President Donald Trump is expected to give some short uh, remarks about the violence in Charlottesville, Virginia. You're listening to News Radio 680 WPTF and making your home great. Martin in Raleigh, thank you. Martin, I passed word to the White House, or actually to uh, to uh, New Jersey, where the president spoke, that they, he should wrap up, please, because Martin's got a question with entry doors. Well, the president paid attention to you, so I'm glad to be on. All right. I, I've got the uh, entry door, standard, three hinges, and I've been here many years, and it's always been the same way, but the door will not... Uh, do anything. Once you open it up, it goes 45 degrees. It won't uh, stop where you want it to. Sometimes I want, uh, you know, a foot or two, so some light will come in. Is that a big problem? What was the last part? I missed that, Martin. Uh, the last part was, is it a big problem? But No, with the with the door. Uh, I... Yeah, the door uh, opens up 45 degrees. Yes, sir. And it won't stop. You know, it swings open right. uh, pretty, uh, pretty fast. Yeah. So is this a um, is this a front door? Yeah, yeah, entry door, front entry, front entry door. And is it how old is the door? Uh, uh, yeah, it, it was pretty uh, when the place was built, and that was thirty some years ago. Yeah, this is a townhouse. But right, right. Um, long time. It, it was that way when they first sold it. And you haven't had any work done on the door? Never. No, I haven't, and I'm yeah. the second owner. Yeah. And you don't. It sounds like you don't. You don't have a door closer on that. You wouldn't really need a door closer. So, it seems to me. I mean, is when you close the door, is it sealing up good? The weather seal and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, it does seal well. Yep. Yeah. So, the only thing I can think of is you might try replacing the hardware, the hinges, and see if that makes a difference. Um, are you getting a lot of water coming down? No water. No. No problems at all. It's just yeah. the door won't. Won't stay maybe at twenty five degrees or where I want to put it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's hard to. That's, it sounds to me like the door may 
just be um, need to be rehung, or most likely you may just have to replace the whole door unit if it's that age. So you don't think just changing one hinge, the top or the bottom hinge, will make any difference? It's possible, but um, uh, I mean that would be maybe something you should try first, and that shouldn't cost you a lot to try that. And if that doesn't solve it, then I would just replace the whole door unit. Yeah. Okay. But I, I would say that if it's that age, that there's a good chance that uh, there might be some other issues going on other than the hinges. But but try the hinges first, and um, if that doesn't solve it, and you'll know that immediately, then um, you can just you know plan on replacing the door unit. Well, would I move the top hinge first mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and no other hinges, and uh, maybe pull that back a uh, quarter of an inch or something? Well, I don't. Uh, it, that you shouldn't have to do all. You shouldn't have to do all that. That sounds like it's a, a symptom to, to other problems. So okay. that, that's your hinges really don't shouldn't be. That sounds maybe your house is settling a little bit. Maybe the you're getting you're saying you're not getting any water. So no. I, I would try all the hinges replaced first, and um, and then go from there. Okay, my recommendation. Martin, good luck to you. Thank you. Appreciate you calling. Making your home great. News Radio 680 WPTF. AccuWeather forecast coming up. Our telephone number is 919-860-9783. We had a question about grout, and we've got somebody with an answer about grout. Dave, hang on. We'll get to you in just a moment on News Radio 680 WPTF. Chance of thunderstorms in the AccuWeather forecast. A high today near 87, overnight low 75 degrees. And then for tomorrow, pretty much the same as today, except more clouds. And a high near 85 could be a thunderstorm. Right now we are at 85 with a real feel of 99. Dave has been hanging on and has called multiple times. And I briefly considered interrupting the president. Uh, but Dave's got some grout information. Talk to me, Dave, about grout. Hello, Dave. Sir? Yes. Okay, that, that's a product line that has changed a few times over the last probably 10 years. Right. Everything going water-based and companies merging and stuff. So it's really dollar-wise to do your homework. Go online, look at specifically the brand that you're after, and, and look at product reviews. Yeah. And the other thing is, because some of them will come in the little bottles with the brush or roller ends, yeah. some of them you have to mix. And if some of them some of them will pour straight from a bottle into the little bottle, some have to be mixed. And if you have to mix them, that ratio has to be right. Now, in doing the product reviews, you're going to find out that some of the old companies have merged with new companies, and they're still good products. Some of them, when the companies merged, the product really fell off. Dave, do you know a good product for grout? I do not personally. Know. That's fine. I, I, I wouldn't personally recommend one right now. Yeah. But part of the reason I say this is because if you go into, like, let's say, a big box home improvement store, you're not going to find anybody in the flooring department that's that knowledgeable anymore like they used to be. They're just not trained as well. And they'll sell you what's on their shelf, and they'll give you the little spiel that they've been given. And that's how you can spend money and learn the hard way doing that. Yeah. But one of the things, that's why if you, if you do the product review online, you're better off. 
And when you put it on, since you're trying to seal the top of the grout, um, one of the things I told your call screener is when more is not better. When you put it on, that's why it says apply twice. Yeah. You put it, you put it on once just so that it's wet to the eye because what you're trying to do is seal the surface. And when the surface evaporatively dries, if you've got a bunch of moisture trapped below that, then it's trapped, and I've seen people have to tear up the grout and redo it. Right. So you just one time wet to the eye, make sure it's completely cured, and then the second time, same thing. And that way you're sealing the surface, which is you're trying to keep moisture and crud out. Yeah. And, and then the reason it says to wipe it is if you don't, then along the edges of the tile, if you don't wipe it then, you're going to get like a hazy residue look. Right. And Dave, I've got, I've got to run. Thank you very much. Sure. I do appreciate that. I appreciate you. It makes sense. Yep. Two thin coats better than one thick coat. Mm -hmm. Follow the directions. Don't drink any of it. Mike and Raleigh, how are you? Hey, how you doing? Sir? Good. What's your question? I wonder if you could answer my question about homeowner association. Yeah. All right. Uh, I moved to North Carolina about ten years ago, and I bought a house about for well, now is nine years. Yes. Uh, the homeowner association has been giving me a hard time. Uh, if I call, if there is something necessary to be done, uh, they say, you know, uh, email this, email that, then they wind up, oh, we don't have enough money. We cannot do this, we cannot do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've been fixing so many things on the outside of the house, and uh, now I'm tired of this. All right, you, What's Mike. What should I do? All right, Mike. Let me just stop you. Tim doesn't do this sort of thing. He doesn't intervene with homeowners associations on a day-to-day -day basis. Neither do I. Do you have what they call the restrictive covenant, a document telling you what you can do and what you can't? You have a phone number for me? No, no. You got to get it from your specific homeowners association. That's what it is. You see, I, I'm going crazy with these people, all right? It, it, I got two skylights not too long ago you yes. know, when we have the, the rain and the heavy, the hail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it busts the skylight, and then, I, uh, you know, uh, oh, we, this is not this, this is not that. When I moved into the house, I replaced two doors. I replaced the window. Yeah. It's our this, is not our that, it's not included. I got I'm you. so confused. And I'm paying $180. I, we don't have nothing. No backyard, yeah. no swimming pool. No, Mike, I, no, no, no. I'm, I, I hesitate to continue with this in part because really we don't know how to help you. All right, However, all right. you need to start getting your restrictive covenant. You need to find the documentation that tells you what you're supposed to do. I'll be honest with you. I looked. Uh, sorry for taking That's the okay. No, no, no. Just yes. find that thing, and then if it really continues to be an issue, find a lawyer. But find that piece of paper first. Exactly. That's where we're, they're going with that. It's with your closing documents, but you can get it from your homeowners association because they want to give it to you because they want you to be happy. Well, also his closing attorney should be right. able to get that to him. His yes. closing attorney. Mike, i got to go. Thank you. I've got then the only reason I, I cannot entertain the question is because Bob from the Western Raleigh is on and Beverly from Chapel Hill. I don't think you're both gonna get on the radio, but Bob, ask the question. I've got two windows, double pane, yes. wooden frames that yeah. fogged up. Apparently the gas is leaked out. Yes. What do I do? 
Um, does it look like you can take the sashes out of the, the actual glass out of the sashes? No, there's no sashes. These are not windows. Right, right, open. right. So what you're going to have to do is either replace the entire window uh, with a wood replacement sash kit. Um, and, and we'd have to find out who the manufacturer is, or you just come in with a whole new window that may not match the other windows, uh, like a vinyl replacement window. Or it might lead you into doing all the windows if this is something that yeah. you know you feel like you need to do. But There's no way to. I've heard you can evacuate the condensation. No, I've never. Seal it back up. Yeah, I, I don't. The window has to be dismantled completely to do that because of the butyl seal. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, then. Yes, sir. Yep. Thank you, Bob. And Beverly, my suggestion to you next week at 2 o'clock, we're going to do this entire show again. Totally different topics and different ideas, but we'll do it again next week at 2. Call then. Sorry, Beverly. Take care. We're back with Making Your Home Great next Saturday, 2 o'clock, News Radio 680, WPTF.